Welcome back to the 5-Minute Bible Lesson. Today we're going to continue our study, Mastering the Word, with the book of Deuteronomy, which is also the last book of the law, meaning the first five books of the Old Testament. Famous last words. This book was written at a significant time. The Israelites had traveled for 40 years in the desert. They did this knowing that one day they would enter the land that had been promised to Abraham, their ancestors, when they had left Egypt, where they were slaves. There were 600,000 plus people in the group over the age of 20 by the time that Deuteronomy describes. Just before they enter the land, only three of those people were still living. Moses, Joshua, and Caleb. A whole generation, the ones who had seen God's provision and heard his laws, had passed away. A new generation, or two, had risen, who only knew what they had heard second or third hand. The people were finally at the border. Moses knew he wouldn't get to enter the land with them, and so he shared his heart before he said goodbye. It was his last chance to be to remind his people of God's miraculous provision and of the journey in which he had led them. Moses' last words to his people make up the bulk of Deuteronomy. Put yourself in their sandals. Think about it. A whole generation passed while they were traveling in this gypsy type of environment. Here's one way to look at it. Let's say you were eight years old when the people left Egypt. You would have left Egypt with your parents and grandparents. By the time you were 10, you would have traveled to the border of your destination. Then, when, excuse me, when everyone got scared to cross the border, you would have started traveling again. Like gypsies in the desert, you would grow to be a teenager into your 20s, possibly marry and have kids, then into your 30s, then into your 40s, losing your grandparents and then your parents along the way. Finally, when you are getting close to 50 years old, you return again to the border of that land. You are an adult now, and you're back at the same place you were when you were 10 years old, and somehow you've got to keep from making the same mistakes your parents did. It does sound like a good time for, for a book like Deuteronomy, a book that says, okay, this is where we've come from and what we are, are about and where we are going. We've spent 40 years making mistakes. Let's regroup and move ahead. Playing the game of remembering when, you know how it is. You sit around with friends and tell stories you've all lived through just for the fun of reliving them. Remember when we thought we were buying plaster to fix the wall and it was cement instead? Remember when Uncle Dan dressed up for a mascot or party as a go-go dancer and construction workers whistled at him? Remember when we got goofy at the wedding reception and laughed? The thing is, we like to reflect on memories, right? <laughs> The remember wins for the Hebrews were on a little grander scale, but Moses was still creating the same effect. Remember when God did this for us? Remember when the angel of death swept through Egypt, but our sons were saved because of the lamb's blood on the doorstep, or the doorpost, excuse me. Remember when God literally pulled back the water so we could cross the Red Sea? Remember when we needed food and it appeared like dew on the ground every morning? Remember when we needed water and it gushed right out of a hard rock? Remember when Moses came down from the mountain and his face glowed from God's presence? Remember when we made that gold calf idol and Moses was so angry he threw down the Ten Commandment tablets and broke them? Remember when we whined and complained and began to die of poisonous snake bites? 
Remember when we heard the report of the spies and were too scared to enter the land? The problem with the Israelites, the Israelites had a once-in-a-lifetime experience. There is probably no other time when God's presence was more evident every day. There was a pillar of fire and a cloud that led the people. They saw miracle after miracle, food on the ground every morning, quails out of thin air, water out of rocks, divine plagues and punishments. God was obviously present and working, yet the Israelites continued to doubt. Are we any different? It would be easy to judge these people to say they had it easy. After all, they didn't have to have a lot of faith. They could see God's actions right before their eyes. The Israelites show us what we all are capable of, not trusting God even after he's proven himself and asking him to continually prove himself over again. I know I do this in my own life where I keep asking God when I sin to forgive me, forgive me, forgive me, and it's important to confess my sin to God, but... Do we truly accept God's forgiveness when we ask for his forgiveness after sin, or do we continue to beg and beg and doubt, even though we know that God obviously loves us and gave us his son for the sake of forgiving us of our sins? Something to think about. It might have been easier to see God's work, but the Israelites only show us basic human nature. Most of us have experienced some kind of answered prayer, only to worry during the next time of trouble whether God will answer us. Most of us have seen God work in some way, whether we call it a miracle, guidance, or intuition, or provision, yet we didn't trust that we'd ever see him work again. <laughs> I definitely run into this, I imagine you as well. And finally, Moses' death. Moses led an amazing life. He was one of the few Hebrew males his age to survive a royally decreed slaughter. He was raised in a palace when he should have been a slave. He spent 40 years living in the desert in preparation for this journey and more than 40 years wandering the desert during the journey. He spent his life following God's call and leading his people from slavery to freedom and a land promised to them. But at the end of it all, he never set foot in the land. He first knew this would happen when God gave him a simple set of instructions, and for once, Moses didn't obey them. The people needed water, and God told Moses to speak to a rock, and water would come. In frustration and anger, though, Moses didn't just speak to the rock, he violently and angrily struck the rock. He took on himself what was God's to do. He lost perspective. We don't know for now why a man who did so many good things still had this one thing held against him. It's one of the questions we won't have answered for us in this life. But Moses lived a good life and was an honorable man. The Bible calls Moses the most humble man on earth. Now, with that, we have finished up our study of Deuteronomy, which again is the last book of the law, being the first five books of the Bible, the first five books of the Old Testament. Now we're going to go into what you might call the history books, where we're going to look at more narratives of the story of the Jews and the Israelites entering land and possessing it, and ultimately what happens with their kingdom, and leading up to the Babylonian exile, the return, and which will eventually become the life of Jesus, as we'll see in the New Testament. One thing to keep in mind while studying the Old Testament is not only to stay looking forward to Jesus, of course, but continuing to learn lessons and hold up that mirror to our own face as to our relationship with God, such as the Israelites. Do we have answered prayers yet doubt God the next time we pray? Such as this. Now, with the conclusion of this study, as we continue to move on, 
through the books of the Old Testament and of the Bible, I ask that you continue to come by and listen, and I hope you find these summaries useful. Again, I'm reading from the Everyday Guide to the Bible. I don't know if you can still buy that book. I inherited it from somebody, which has been an amazing tool. But I ask that you please share this podcast with your friends and family or coworkers or whoever, and leave a review if you can if you're listening to the Apple Podcast app. I don't know what other apps out there give you the opportunity or option to leave a review but thank you all for continuing this study recording these episodes is well it's nice when it's all written out for you such as the book but it still takes time to prep and so i thank you for your honesty my goal is to at least get one year's worth of biblical material on this podcast app for others to listen to and maybe lord willing even more than a year but for now we're going to continue to press on to better understand scripture grow closer to god and better understand Jesus Christ. Thank you, everybody, for listening.